0: As I graduated and I was putting all these, trying to put all these systems together, him and I are the same way. So mm-hmm. we clashed <laughs> big time. Okay. I wanted to do certain things one way, he was not ready to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just a lot of back and forth. And he made me feel that I wasn't ready, smart enough, or had crew, yeah, enough to run the family business. So, me being me, me, I said, "Well, then you." Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. I'm gonna show you that I can do it without you. Okay. So I took some time off from working with my dad, mm-hmm. and and I get paid really well there, you know. So it was it was tough not taking that paycheck. The sacrifice. But you know what? I told him. I told myself I'm not gonna let him win. And it, was, it wasn't about who wins or not. The but I'm just gonna yeah. But it was more of like I'm gonna prove to him that I can do it. Yeah. I have the. It's it's in me. In me.
1: Same business, different day.
2: Good afternoon and welcome back to the same business, different day podcast. My name is Zeke Corley, and first I want to start off by introducing the queen of the book corner, oh gosh. Alyssa Lee. Good? <laughs> I'm royalty now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How's everything?
1: Good? Everything's good? Good, yeah. good,
2: good. Tell us a little bit about Yeah,
1: that. I want to talk about our social media a little bit. Yeah. Same Business, Different Day. We're online. You can find us on more than just Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube, our Same Business, Different Day channel. If you want to check us out, you can actually watch our show. Um, and follow us on YouTube. And then we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Check out at Same Biz
2: S-A-M-E-B-I-Z-P-O-D.
1: Yeah. Give us a follow, a like, share some of the stuff that we're sharing. We'd appreciate the support.
2: Absolutely. We thank all of you guys. We love our, our listeners. Um, let me introduce today's guest. Um, I want to you know say that I'm happy to say that I met this guest, as I do many of my guests through networking. Uh, he said something really important about wanting to be a positive influence for young people. And as anybody knows on this podcast, that's what we're all about. Um, being that he was a young person himself, I was enthusiastic about his outlook. At times, some of our youth find wisdom early and with that are able to help themselves and then others. Where do they find this wisdom? We'll learn more today about this young man today. Our same business, different day podcast is happy to welcome Sammy Vega. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have one rule on mm-hmm. this podcast. And Alyssa, can you tell us? Yeah. Who?
1: So Sammy, we're here to get to know you and get to know your professional life. But before we talk about that, we want to know your your background, you know, where you came from, how you got to where you are. Definitely. So when it feels right, we will reveal what you do professionally. But before that, let's, you know. Try to keep it out of the story until we get there all right i'll, I'll try <laughs> <laughs>
2: where'd you grow up sam uh
0: so i was born here in san diego um lived here uh can't even remember how long it was probably a couple years mm-hmm. uh then i moved out to um the coachella valley Okay. Was there for a couple years and i've been in the imperial valley i was in the imperial valley i should say since i was six years old till i was 17 when i graduated high school okay so After that, um, I moved to Escondido in 2009, was there for about, uh, I want to say nine years and then was in San Marcos for about a year and now I'm I'm in Carlsbad.
2: Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Think back to those early days. You remember what you wanted to be when you grew up? You have like some aspirations, some thoughts. Yeah, I did. Um, you know,
0: uh, as a kid you always want to follow in your father's footsteps okay so, so i thought i was either gonna be a policeman or a, a or a customs agent because that's what my dad was he was a customs agent okay
2: mm-hmm. okay <laughs> and uh did you ever like try to follow through with any of that or mm-hmm. it was just yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah okay. it was just a,
0: it was just i don't know how I, I think you know i just watching movies when you're young you know mm-hmm. like oh i want to be what my dad does you know yeah um and then as as i got older and and he I don't want to say he didn't like his career, but he, there was a change in his career that made him not want to be there much longer. So, sure. so, which was like, for me was like, okay, well, if he doesn't like it no more, then there's no way I'm going <laughs> to like it. Yeah. It's off your back. Now. Yeah. yeah
2: so. <laughs> so, was he your main mentor? Were there other mentors, uh, that you can think of growing up that kind of helped you along or helped you with your path?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, my dad was definitely one of my main mentors, um, growing up, but, um, it wasn't just him, I had uh all my uncles pretty much. Um growing up. I never really had um friends my my age group. Um I mean I, you know, you have your couple kids you know from school, but sure. never never really had um friends my age. Always hung out with my uncles on the weekends or in the summers. Um I was out um in Fresno with one of my uncles and I have he has cousins I have cousins my age there. Um, okay. his kids. Mm-hmm. So um but even even being there, it was always work. Yeah. It was always about work. Yeah. Everywhere. So um always been around older older uh people in my life. Yeah.
2: That's a positive thing though, mm-hmm. right? I mean yeah. it can be for sure. Oh, for I sure. mean yeah.
0: It it was positive in the sense that um I th- I learned how to think older. Like a, like an older person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was I never I don't want to say never thought like Person my age, I mean, because, you know, you have your immature moments as a kid, you know, obviously, Mm -hmm. but um, being around older, older people making those immature mistakes, they they would catch it. And I don't want to say correct it, but tell me, hey, that's not the way to go about
2: doing things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or we don't do that
0: or don't do that. You know what I mean?
2: You know, it's difficult, though. I mean, you know, that works for some. You know, some listen and some don't. Right. Because, um, you know, it's like the, the don't put the fork in the in the light socket kind of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Some people are just like, well, let's see what's going to happen if I do. You know. <laughs> yeah. And then some people are like, listen, I've done it before. Don't do it. And then you say, OK, yeah, <laughs> I won't do it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's part of, you know, that early wisdom where you can actually move that way and just say, OK, well, if they've done it and they told me I should move this way or think this way then that's what I'm going to do. And if you can do that, then you can mature faster for now, sure. Maybe you lose something socially, not, you know, having those peers that uh, everybody's oh, your age, but for sure, you know, it's hanging around with the old guys, but you, you learn some things yeah. that way too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: I don't say I, I, I had like a normal childhood, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but it was great. I, I, I loved how I grew up. There's no complaints. Um, uh, like I said, um, just being around the older crowd just made me more more wiser mm-hmm. at a younger age, right. and just um, mentally prepared for what what was gonna happen in the future. Because I, being around everybody at that such a young age, I saw a lot of things. You know, what I mean that you know just how business runs, how life mm-hmm. works. You know, right? Um, just you know, just how 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 things can be good one moment, and the next moment it's 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 bad. Yeah, you know? so. Um, and how to overcome things like that. Um, okay. So that's always been been great for me to to be around older an older crowd. Sure, love it.
1: What was your first job?
0: Uh, odd jobs, working, helping my dad out. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, my dad has always been like all over the place with what he does. So, um, just like, you know, uh, we had a lot of property. My dad bought. Invested early in buying property mm-hmm. so it was like um come with me to clear the yards clear the weeds you know let's break down the the building that's there and let's clean the yard so and he would pay me you know mm-hmm. um so that was my first experience with like work but my first like paid job was in high school i was a busboy. okay uh-huh. yeah so <laughs> i worked with uh uh picking up plates dropping off food yeah. you know yeah you know, just Making some tips tables, though, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. In high school, that was that was the was best thing everything. I was making. My I think it was it was eight twenty five at the time, uh, an hour. Mm-hmm. So I think I was making like one hundred and sixty bucks plus
2: like two three hundred dollars in tips. Like
1: oh my, <laughs> yeah. high school, I was living like yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah.
0: was awesome.
2: <laughs> There's nothing like that. Yeah. There's nothing like that. Yeah. Now, from what I remember though, too, you had a um, uh, family business experience too, right? Like right. because uh, you know, my father started our insurance agency back in 1977, right? So I kind of grew up with all of that. And and during that time, I mean, he he did other things too. He went to law school and and so forth, but he he maintained this business. Um, And so I kind of grew up around it, grew up in it, would do marketing for him. I'm 16 years old or even actually, even way before that, maybe about 14 years old. But at some point, you know, I got in a suit and tie and was actually out there shaking hands, networking kind of doing what I like to do now. Right. So, but the thing is that um I stopped doing that and then I got back into that business like in in 2000. Mm-hmm. You uh have kind of a a store a family business story as well, right?
0: Right. So, like I said, um my dad has been involved in many things, not just the customs things. Um he's where I really got my entrepreneurial spirit and Love attitude. It. Love it. Um so when he was in customs um, he started to buy and sell cars. So he'd buy like he'd go on Craigslist, buy a car for like three, four hundred dollars, and get off of work at ten o'clock at night. Come home, maybe maybe sleep an hour or two. Mostly just change, eat, and drive up to Fresno, Hayward, San Francisco, whatever it is. Go pick up the car, bring it back, have it fixed, and then sell it. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So basically, that was like one of his first businesses. Um, and that helped put food on the table, obviously. And then he started with, with a, uh, I remember a door business that lasted like three months. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was tough, um, for him that just that whole business doors, is, it's hard, man. You have to buy all the inventory, hold it and then try and sell it. Like, okay. um, and the reason he got into that is because he had a buddy who was in the door business and he just thought was like, Oh wow, well, I could do that too. Yes. <laughs> so then that didn't work out. Um And uh, when I graduated high school, I'm about to graduate high school, I have a uncle in Fresno who I would go in the summers with mm. as a kid. And he started a business back in 1996, a uh, uh, pressure washing.
1: The Vista Chamber of Commerce is a proud supporter of the same business, Different Day podcast. We support our business members with promotion and marketing, business referrals, educational opportunities, workforce development and advocacy. Check us out online at vistachamber.org.
2: Ignoring squeals and warning lights on your car is not a good way to lower the cost of owning it. And going without essential business insurance is not a good way to save money in your business. What we know for sure is doing either will cost you more than you will save, in the short and the long run. With yourinsuranceplace.com, you can trust the specialist to help maintain your cars and avoid major expenses. Business owners should look to business insurance specialists when it comes to finding competitively priced quality insurance coverage for their businesses. At yourinsuranceplace.com, we specialize in workers' compensation, general and professional liability, employment practices and cyber liability, property owner policies, and bonds for most types of businesses. Yourinsuranceplace.com knows that we can help. If you're uncovered, need to lower the cost of your current insurance or need better coverage, we can help. Yourinsuranceplace.com has been helping businesses for close to 40 years. If you need a quote on your insurance, call us now at 858 569 8100 or find us at Yourinsuranceplace.com. We are business insurance specialists ready to help.
1: The San Diego craft beer industry has proven to be incredibly resilient. Regardless of tier, they're following all guidelines to ensure the safety of their loyal customers and staff. They want you to feel safe coming out, enjoying a beer, or picking it up to go. Breweries are open and welcoming guests into a sense of normalcy through a great craft brew. While resilient, the beer industry isn't immune to the effects of service limitations and decreased foot traffic. They need your help to stay open and continue serving the craft beer they're famous for. If you're looking for ways to support your favorite local brewery, stop in for a beer, grab some merch, or take some home to share or enjoy later. Cheers.
0: You go to dealerships and just rinse off the cars on the lot, dry them off. Uh Around, uh, I want to say 2007, he got into the commercial side of it. So he started doing semi-trucks, trailers, Mm -hmm. commercial vehicles, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and in 2009, when my dad was getting ready to retire from customs, I was getting ready to graduate high school. Um, my uncle presented my dad with the idea, Hey, you should try this out here in San Diego. you know, there's, a, it looks like there's a lot of business out here. So my dad, you know, being my dad, an entrepreneur said, screw it, let's do it. He went up to Fresno on the weekends during the week, learned how to pressure wash from my uncle, picked up a couple ideas. We brought it back. My uncle helped us get our first account um we'd go in San Marcos and then from there my dad just we I came in um like in April of 2009 no January
1: March April
0: May no June cuz graduation was May <laughs> uh-huh. my dad started in April that's April 2009 so June in 2009 I came in I started from the bottom really like my yeah. dad put me in a crew and he did not let me lead the crew he made me work from the bottom I Literally started on my hands and knees scrubbing rims. Mm. Okay. For trash trucks, like that's how I got started by hand scrubbing the wheels and tires because it was a whole different process back then when we first started. We barely knew what we were doing. We were trying,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Sounds and, like a lot of work. Too. Oh yeah, it,
0: it was. <laughs> and as I got as we more got into the business, I learned it more. Then I got my own crew. And then I was managing my own little crew. And then as I got older, I started managing all the crews and then eventually was able to put myself, give my, give myself title. (laughs) Okay. Right. Mm. As like supervisor manager. Yeah. And I started taking the initiative of showing face, shaking hands, trying to bring in more business. Mm. I put up a website. Um, What else did I do? Um, I brought in more account, a couple more accounts. So I I took more of an initiative to be the leader in the business. Yeah. And as I graduated um, school, Cal State San Marcos, um, that's when I had a little bit more of a ownership role in the business. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do. We have a commercial fleet washing business, and um, since 2009, and it's uh, I'm blessed to say that it's still going now, and especially during the pandemic, um, we're we're still rolling and, and
2: thriving. Love it, love it, love it. It's not the only reveal, though,
1: guys. No, 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 no. (laughs) He didn't give anything away. (laughs) Um, Cal State, did you go for business?
0: Yeah, so um, school was was a, man, that was a while. It took about 10 years. I started in 2009. I went to Palomar first. Um, But it took so much time, for me at least, because I wanted to work. I wanted to help put the business on its feet, you know, Um, if there was something that was going on, I'd get the call. Mm-hmm. Um, Supervisors were calling me, hey, we need this done, or can you do this? So at times I was leaving class, like, whatever, like, mm. you know. It's college, I didn't know, I mean, I, when I got the first taste so like, of you can get up and leave class whenever you wanted to, <laughs>
2: I got up and left class whenever right. I wanted to. Yeah,
0: but, I, but, but it affected me for a while because it took me 10 years, you know. Mm-hmm. Failed a couple classes because of that, you know, so it was... Mm-hmm. I guess a trial and error type of thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah I went to Palomar for a few years got into Cal State San Marcos um, with a business uh entrepreneurship okay uh, graduated in 2018 December of 2018 um but we didn't I didn't do my walk till tonight, 2019
2: so okay yeah. but you did hey, yeah yeah hold yeah. through. Yeah. I, fi- <laughs> I guess I finished early in the year that's why okay
0: yeah, sure yeah um but yeah Cal State San Marcos went for business got my entrepreneurship degree there it's great. I loved it. I had a great and time. And
2: what what of that did you apply to uh, the pressure washing business? I mean, what you learned in school, how much, I mean, because you obviously learned a lot from experience just <laughs> in the pressure washing business itself. Oh yeah. And then you turn around and go to school for things and then you can kind of put these things together. I for, bet it was all kind of clicking in class.
0: Oh right? no. For, oh, for sure. So like it, again, being, being in school that long, I was maybe about four or five years older than some of my peers and then a, obviously a lot more work experience than them. Mm-hmm. So sure. the business side of like, what was being talked about in class was super easy. I was answering questions, you know, I'd give them examples from my past <laughs> so, right. so I could get so I could know how to um, better handle situations. situations. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got really close with a professor of mine um, in school. Um, he was an entrepreneur as well. And he helped me implement um systems not really systems but kind of like yeah kind of like systems put systems into our business that's one thing we were lacking i think we still kind of are just because my dad's still old school and he sure you know he's still hesitant of doing things but i'm getting them there Uh um but just like new like like putting systems in place like such as how we um just go about our day Mm -hmm. um with our crews, you know, we have to have three guys on the crew now. Um, we bought a, we brought in a new washing um, technique. So instead of like old school hand, hand and brush, um, I took the liberty of going online, looking up a power washing convention. Dragged my dad there, and he was so <laughs> mad we were there. <laughs> but within ten minutes of being there, just the conversation we had with with the uh, the organizer of the the convention, my dad was like. Mm-hmm. um and there we made connections to learn um to to get a new system and washing for uh so now it's like everything comes out of the gun you, you spray the soap and the degreaser sure. and the okay. water uh-huh. and it's just so much easier the process is a lot faster it cuts down on labor time cuts down on labor mm-hmm. laborers um and it just makes so much things more smoother and on the business side trying to get things implemented um Insurances, uh payroll done right taxes done right like that stuff was where i really tried to focus and put into the business as well not that we didn't have it but it was just such an old school way of doing things my dad doing it himself his assistant doing it but he's getting to a point where he's got so much going on that it's it's hard for him to just focus on that yes where i'm trying to implement the stuff i've learned like a get an accountant you know mm-hmm. have them help you, you sure know. um get um get a bookkeeper getting you know get get a good assistant who's gonna focus on just the things that they need to focus on mm-hmm. um so those are some of the things that i've implemented from school into the pressure washing business
2: i love it uh, you know uh Alyssa, just like uh past guests Love the focus on education, yeah. and I and I think that as we talk about folks who are, are entrepreneurs, future entrepreneurs have great ideas and all. Um, you can do that kind of stuff from the ground up, mm-hmm. but you know you could be so much more effective with the education piece of it as oh, well. It's yeah, a sure.
1: collaborative effort. Sure, you know, yes, you can be a, a successful business owner without going to college, but mm-hmm. if you go, you're giving yourself more tools <laughs> right, right, right. and a backup system. <laughs> and, and
0: here's another thing that that um, I like to tell people when they say, well, so-and-so didn't go to school or mm-hmm. so-and-so was successful without going to school. True, sure. but look at the people they have around them that made them successful. Yeah. They all went to school. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's a great point. You know what <laughs> I mean? So yeah, they, they started their business on their own. They started growing it on their own, but they also, rely on others who are who specialize in those things so they can continue to be successful. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The smartest people, I feel like the smartest people in the world know they're not smart because they just know things. Yes. Because they've learned from other people mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That, that's that's how I look at it.
2: I completely agree. Smartest people in the world ask questions. Exactly. <laughs> they don't know everything. Yet, you know? And they know that they don't. Exactly. <laughs> they go to the
0: specialists, the people who, who, who know and get that information from 100%.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm still thinking about the idea of um, a power washing convention. I know,
0: right? Yeah.
2: I had
1: no idea. I, I, I was so surprised too. Uh, and it's actually,
0: it's, it's and it's getting bigger. And then when I was there, I found another convention. It's called the Big Convention, and it's full of like power, wa- like washing industry people, window okay. washers, power washers. Okay. All okay. Kinds yeah. Of That's hey, great. You gotta cool. know people like you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they got to meet somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Let's get into the reveal. Yes, it's time. All right. (laughs) All right. We've made it clear from day one here at the Same Business Different Day podcast that we intend to inspire people that are interested in going into business for themselves to take that leap. Now, obviously, that's much harder to do if you haven't put your finances in order. You can have a dream, but no means and no connection to help you fulfill it. Whether you start early or later, Someone like our guest today is just the type of connection you'll need to help make your dream come true. Sammy, with Westpac Wealth Partners, thanks for being here with us. Thank you, thank you, guys. <laughs> <I> appreciate it. <laughs> Love it. Now, what, what what brought you to West Westpac in the first place? The pressure washing business. Yeah. Okay. To be so honest. De- yeah. Bridge that story.
0: Um. So this is going to get deep. This is probably one of the first times I really told this story. All right. Here
1: we go. Here's the debut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, so again, my dad's very old school, right, Mm -hmm. with the business. Uh Um, And we talked about me trying to implement systems into the business. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad is still somewhat young. He's in his mid-50s, has a lot of energy, has multiple businesses, has been very – life has been – Decent to him. He's been blessed. We've all been best blessed as a family. Okay. And I say just him. Sure. Um, Well, as I graduated and I was putting all these, trying to put all these systems together, him and I are the same way. So mm-hmm. we clashed <laughs> big time. Okay. I wanted to do certain things one way. He was not ready to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just a lot of back and forth. And he made me feel that I wasn't, ready smart enough or adequate yeah enough to run the family business so me being me i said well then you yeah you know what i mean Uh i'm gonna show you that i can do it without you okay Mm -hmm. so i took some time off from working with my dad Mm -hmm. and and i get paid really well there you know so it was it was tough not taking that paycheck sacrifice but you know what i told him i told myself i'm not gonna let him win and it, was, it wasn't about who wins or not, the but I'm just gonna, Yeah, but it was more of like, I'm going to prove to him that I can do it. Yes. That I have the... It's it's in me. You know what I mean? Love mm-hmm. it. So, um, went home, started applying, started looking at, okay, what do I want to do? What is it that I want to do? I know I want to be in business. Mm-hmm. So, I just got on the Indeed and just started looking in the business section.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What was going to appeal to me? Mm-hmm. There were so many manager positions and um executive this and that and this and that and i yeah i threw my resume out there just to throw it out there but as i thought about it more and more and i saw what was coming up more and more and it was more of financial management wealth management there was a lot of mass mutual there was a lot of new york life um uh, ads right okay and there was only this one ad for a company called Westpac. Okay. So I put my resume out there, I threw it in there, and I started researching them. And then one day I get a call back um, from the recruiter. And she goes, Hey, you know, I'm calling from Westpac. I was wondering, you know, if you have some time in the next couple of days to do a 15, 20 minute conversation, see if you're, you're a fit for this company. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Yeah, sure. So we did it. Um, and then it went well. So we went, I went into an in-person interview and I got to learn more about the company, their values, what they were about, um, what they wanted out of, out of, out of their advisors, um, who the CEO was and what he represents. And I thought to myself, wow, this is what I've been wanting. This is what I wanted in my own business, the values and the the way that he presents the company and the way he he he's he, he strives to be out there, you know, um, that's exactly how I want to be. So yeah. I was like, this is a perfect fit. Dude. And another, there's multiple reasons why I got into it. Um, as I applied, the reason I felt it was also a great fit was because wealth management and insurance and investments... Is something i've always been interested in as a as a from a young age mm. mm-hmm. because we never had it okay okay you know what i mean yeah. like i always wondered how people were successful what what made families continue growing their wealth insurance yeah protection yes someone passes away that money gets passed on mm-hmm. their investments gets passed on mm-hmm. right Um, and as we started our business and we started uh being it started getting our financial success, right? And we I started realizing, okay, my dad has properties here. Um, yeah, this business, we have that business, we have this house, we have that house, we have you know, we're doing all kinds of things. And I'm like, Well, there's 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 nothing in place as to what happens. Yes. I had an uncle pass away. And a grandfather passed away, and when my uncle passed away, nothing was in place. No life insurance, nothing. Okay. So what happens when that happens? Families start fighting. You're paying for that. You're paying for that. I paid for this, 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 and this, and this, and and that. Right. Rifts in between the family. Right. Mm -hmm. So I uh, was in high school when that happened, and I saw that. So I was like, "Oh man, that sucks." You know, like I do not want to live my life, my life like that. So I want to make sure when I'm at an age I I can protect myself. I'm going to do it. Then, fast forward, 2013, my grandpa has stage four cancer, dies within 60 days. Mm. Oh, no. Again, no life insurance, nothing in place, no wills, no trust, nothing. That's tough. Little At this time, we're past 2007, we're past the recession, we started our business, we've made some money, my uncle has his, his business. I have another uncle who is in UC Davis, he's an engineer, had his business, you know, so you know, people are doing well, a little more well at this time in our family. So yeah. there was not as much fighting not as. too much of a rift, yeah. Yeah, and especially because it's dad, my grandpa, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No one's going to fight about what's going to get paid. It's going to get paid. Grandma needs the house painted, painted the house, fixed the house, whatever, right? Blah, 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 blah. Sure, blah, blah. sure. Um, so then that happened, and my dad kept talking about, oh, well, now if I die, and blah, 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 and talking about him going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. And we had our rift. I'm looking at what I want to do. Wealth management came up. We started talking about life insurance, that they do life insurance and investments. And I'm like, oh, my God. Everything we need. Yes. Nothing my dad has. Okay. Yes. Then they started talking about how they're, the company is making a conscious effort to cater more to small business owners, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why they like my resume, because I've been, I have been a business degree, I've had a business for 12, or 10, 19 years at that time, mm-hmm. um, had done multiple businesses. Um, and so they liked my connections, My, you know, how I can relate to business owners. I know the language, I know the everyday struggles of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keeping employees, keeping your finances in check, making sure payroll's done right. Yes. You know what I mean? So I know how to talk to, to business owners in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, When my dad gets his head out of the hole (laughs) and realizes I'm not a dummy Uh and I can help the business, this is going to help me prove to him like, okay, this is it. He's on it. (laughs) it. Why? Because this is, gonna, like I said, they're making a conscious effort to work with business owners. So they want to help business owners with protection, finances, retirement, wills and trust, having all that in place.
1: Welcome back everybody! Historic Downtown Vista is open and waiting for you! Six award-winning breweries, more than 40 restaurants, theaters, art, music, and fun shops from home decor and clothing to gems and even exotic birds and fish. The hometown charm that makes Downtown Vista so special is swinging its doors open to say hello. Visit downtownvista.org to learn more. That's downtownvista.org. We look forward to seeing you soon.
2: Hi, I'm Zeke Corley, host of the Same Business Different Day podcast. And those of you that listen to the Same Business Different Day podcast know that I love cycling and I have for years. Some of you may remember a recent TV commercial with Major Taylor, a cyclist from the late 1800s that was the second black athlete to win a world championship in any sport. I'm happy to announce that the Major Taylor Cycling Club San Diego is hosting the Juneteenth Bicycle Ride for Unity and Diversity in San Diego on June 19th, 2021. Find more information on the San Diego Cyclist page on Facebook. Mm-hmm.
0: So for me, it was, it was a perfect, it was a, like a match made in heaven. I can work with with finance and putting all these implements for business owners and I can do it for my own family mm-hmm. at the same time. Yes. And make sure knowing that my whole family, uncles, parents, grandparents, cousins can all be taken care of if they want my help and and still be able to help other business owners. Love it. Um, And like you were saying, I, I, I love to help people. I love educate. I'm starting to realize that my career is not, just entrepreneurship but also education true because I'm educating people on the importance of finance on the importance of um being protected mm-hmm. um and and not only that I like I just with anything you know um I, I coach little league now yeah you know what I mean like I don't have no kids I'm coaching 13 <laughs> kids you know but it's just because I love to to help you know I mm-hmm. love to teach I love to to, to give my time back and with whatever it is you know well
2: that's a key I mean you know uh you know like you were saying education it's a value add right in your in your line of work right uh, same thing for what the insurance said I do I mean if you can teach your clients your clients are coming back to you for more information that counsel is so much more important than just hey I'm just trying to make this sale You're not just trying to make a sale. You're trying to take care of them. But this is how I can take care of you. This is how I can protect you. And this is what this does versus what this does. I'm going to tell you not to get that. (laughs) Get this. You don't have to buy this from me, but buy this from me because this for this reason. Right. 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 So uh, that value add is crucial. And if you take the time, first of all, I mean, you got to be able to communicate it. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, if you have the education and you can pass that on to them. Um, then, you know, that's where you get the referrals. That's where, you know, you differentiate yourself from others. Uh, And that's why I was going to ask you about differentiating yourself from others. But we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, We wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what I mentioned in the intro. Um, uh, Working with the, you know, trying to make sure that we inspire younger folks. Right. Um, And I'm talking about people who, who... you know, starting to develop some finances, not just, you know, and that's great that you're working with the little league. You know, that's awesome. I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's very rewarding (laughs) for you too. In in its
0: own way. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, young adults. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: You know, getting them started early. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's kind of what attracted me uh, to this conversation in the first place when we were uh, in that networking meeting Mm -hmm. and, and you had mentioned that and and just on zoom that popped through the screen it was just like he sounded like he's saying that he wants to help these small businesses or these these young people Mm -hmm. get started figure it out early yeah uh how do you do that Mm
0: -hmm. you know what that's a great question Mm -hmm. um i've only been in this in this uh wealth management industry for about a year and some change five months Mm -hmm. right um but In reality, when I started, the pandemic hit, right? So there was a time, there's like six months where (laughs) I I couldn't really do anything. Uh So I'm still trying to figure that out, right? So, um, uh,
2: but, I'm sorry, can you repeat that question? What I'm really trying to ask you is where that intention comes from, like uh, to care about uh, young people and helping them figure out their finances early. I mean, because you're young.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I've been there before. I've been there before. Okay, I I know what it is to start a business at a young age, and not know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> you're falling out of an airplane and building the parachute as you go.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, sure.
0: So I and I and I understand the the, the how hard it can be. Mm-hmm. So I want to make it easy. Help make it ease that that stress. Mm-hmm. Let people focus more on working on their business than working in their business. And that's where I feel like a lot of people fall victim to. Mm-hmm. And, and also within their finances is that they, they're working too much in their business. They're thinking about penny pinching, the, the which is great, you're supposed to, but it's more of like a micromanaging, I, I feel like, mm-hmm. than when you work on your business, on the bigger picture and making sure all the overall finances are in order instead of just like, hey, don't do this because you're we're gonna lose fifty cents here. Mm-hmm. Y- Makes sense. Yes. Um. So that's where I get my my motivation and, and like my, my that that intention to want to help young people or, or business business owners, young or old, because there are a lot of older business people mm-hmm. who you will talk to and you know that they've been successful for so long, but when you talk to them, it's like. Uh-huh. You know? And yeah. they they don't even know like what's going on in their in their financial world.
2: The film hub is the future of co-working right in downtown Vista. Get energized to go to a safe work environment that is clean and sanitized. Create video content, live stream events, and all of your marketing material in our audio and video facility. Come and visit us at thefilmhubinc.com. Hi,
0: I'm Jeff Fox, founder of Star Fox Media. We're a digital marketing and video production company
1: that focuses on serving small businesses here in Vista, California. We have the team and all of the equipment necessary to produce, film, edit, and distribute your podcast to as many people as possible. For more information, you can reach out to us via email at info at starfox.media or give us a call at 760 385 3 Let Star Fox Media help you tell your brand story today. North County Daily Star is the leading source for news and community information along the 78 Corridor. It's free to subscribe and it is updated daily. Look for us on your mobile device or computer at ncdailystar.com. Yeah, they
0: just know they're making money and as long as it's in the account, they're okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. and they don't know what's gonna happen after uh, an accident, or they pass away, or you know, and mm-hmm. it's not not to any of fault of their own, they just never really thought about it, or they didn't have the education on it, yeah, right? or they were always afraid to go with someone who was educated on educating them because they couldn't trust them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where again, we'll I guess we'll get to the differentiating part. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> the service will sell the product. That's mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? And that's what we've done for Edco is giving them a great service, mm-hmm.
2: which in turn is a great product. Yeah. Right. I, I like it. And, you know, you're just establishing the way that you do business. And, right. and if you do that and, you know, this is just for everybody, you know, if you establish the way you do business, then you can do business with those folks for a long time. You've gained confidence. Right. So, you know who you are, be consistent with it. Uh, But who you are, uh, you know, they'll be reminded of that the next time it comes around when they have to, you know, sign some paperwork with you again or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, when you refer them to some, whatever it is, you know, you be consistent with who you are. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, So with that, also, let's talk about networking, Um, because there are other ways. You know, I think Alyssa raised a great question in terms of, you know, how you get into, uh, you know, the front door of some of these large uh businesses or you know some of these target clients um you know and and you know we don't want to just turn this into like you know business seminar kind of (laughs) thing but at the same time we do talk a lot about networking Mm -hmm. here um because uh you know meeting folks is uh and, and shaking hands with strangers and and turning them into you know a good relationship you bump
1: elbows now is that what it is? Yeah. Bump elbows. Okay. Okay. Running shoulders. Shoulder runs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hip bumps. I don't <laughs> know. Whatever. So um,
2: no, that's that's. Uh, I think it's so important, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, and you you joined the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, right. That's right. I mean, where I met you. So, yeah. um, but that networking uh, experience uh, can go so far. Yeah. Um, you know, just sitting down having lunch with someone, having some coffee with someone, um, and and kind of giving them that opportunity to get to know who you are, what you represent on top of the product that you sell. So, um, what's your experience been like? I know it's been the pandemic and so far when it comes to networking, but um, you know, how what's your approach? Um, well, I really had don't have like a strategy
0: yet, I guess. Um so like you said everything's been through the pandemic so it, everything's been on Zoom. Um so I just, <laughs> just mm-hmm. literally just get on Zoom and yeah. just yeah. you know in, enjoy that. But like if I am somewhere where I can hand out business cards or I'm in a room full of business people I just kind of just feel the room out. Mm-hmm. I'm more and this is just in me general in, 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 in life. Like, I'm a very observant person. I'm very quiet. Like So I'm going to walk into a room. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people tell me my presence kind of speaks for itself. Okay, like I just, the way, I don't know. I, I really, I don't know. Uh-huh. It's the way I come into the room and I just kind of just like, you know, just, I'm very calm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, that's how I see it. I, I look around the room. I observe the room. And then I I go, not say fit in where I feel like I fit in, but try to get into a conversation where I know I can, with someone that I know I can get get the ball rolling and then expand from there. Mm-hmm. You know, so just that's my, kind of my approach. Just kind of just reading the room
2: mm-hmm. um, and,
0: and, and going from there. Mm-hmm. Can I give you a tip?
2: So one of the things that uh, I would recommend with, with that kind of mentality, I, I you know, I like it and, and I understand it. You know, walking in with a presence, uh, you know, checking out the room. You, of course, you, that's what you got to do. Um, but I, I would say that sometimes get in where you don't, where you think you might not fit in, right? So, you, you know, you step to that one table because, you know, they might have a bunch of tables set up or something yeah. and there are people around in a circle or whatever, and just, you know, squeeze into one of those. Another one I would recommend is um, to find the person who is bouncing all around the room and just tag along. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they are going to introduce you to people. And, you know, even though it may be uncomfortable at first, uh, you don't have to be the, the big boisterous person. Yeah. Because yeah, this person yeah. is already doing it. You yeah. just rolling. You roll it with yeah, them. Yeah, That's just yeah, a tip. Yeah, I'll just yeah, throw yeah. that out there. Well,
0: <laughs> that that has happened to me where I've read the room and I've, I've... – found the loudest person in the room uh-huh. and just kind of been like, hey, hey, how's your day going? And <laughs> just got the conversation going and uh-huh. because they're, they're loud and people know them, mm-hmm. they attract other people. Or yeah, they start bouncing around the mm-hmm. room. So yeah, yeah. that's actually, it's actually a really good one. I like that. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're in a pretty competitive industry Yeah. as far as, you know, there's a lot of businesses going for basically the same market. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's a strong inclination to, you know, not only prove yourself, but prove your company above the other ones. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, is there a way or do you think there's a way to work, you know, sort of with them rather than against the same style company?
0: Um, for the financial part? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, definitely. There's definitely um, a way we can we can definitely work with other people because there, there probably are some products that they have that are a little better than ours. Mm-hmm. And we do shop out. For different life insurance, okay. like um, we we work with a company um, specifically, and if uh, for some reason our client doesn't get approved through them, or it's just too expensive for that certain product, we'll we'll shop it out. We'll go look and work with other companies to to help help our client. Perfect example. Perfect example. Um, we in our in our firm we like i said we help business owners and part of helping business owners is is getting like disability insurance for the employees benefits for the employees right, right. and our firm works with a specific um, insurance company that has their benefits but because i want to be able to expand and network out more and work with other people i reached out to a benefit specialist and i'm i'm she's going to help me in, implement Different benefits that I know we don't have at at, at at our firm because she shops She's a broker so she can shop out anywhere. She can bring in anybody mm-hmm. Which will make it easier for our clients. Yes, for my clients. You yeah, know I mean? like perfect another perfect example with her with my dad Right. I'm helping him like with all the now the assets and the wills and trust trying to get all that in place Because we didn't have that mm-hmm. and working with the business um benefits is going to come up but i know that our firm doesn't deal with my dad uh with like mexican insurance my dad wants to be able to have an insurance company where the 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 employee can decide if they need to go to mexico for for prescriptions or to go see the doctor that insurance can take it okay Mm. um and so that's why i reached out to her because i know she could help more in that aspect than i could with my firm Mm -hmm. which is great that i did that because now my dad is like perfect you you have know someone that can do that he goes i know other business owners that have employees that work here in the u.s Mm -hmm. but live in mexico and rather see a doctor in mexico Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so if we have an insurance company that allows that to happen
2: that's perfect yeah yeah
0: so, yeah, I could, that's how
2: one way I like to work. I with love it, carriers. man. I mean, you know, because I think that it's important, uh, you know, as we continue on. Right. It, it is, this is you got to be honest. Insurance is an old industry. Right. It is. It, you know, it, it's one of the oldest industries. And uh, it can be, you know, some might even call it archaic uh, in the way that we do things, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, if you're thinking outside of the box and figuring out how to because, you know, it's so competitive because you have. All of these folks who are still thinking the same way from the original, you know, how it was all written back in the day. Uh, Well, we've got to start finding ways where we can work together. Right. Um, Where we can create more opportunities for we're not trying to throw food out of our mouth. But we also want to figure out how we can develop this industry together and, and turn it into something that's even bigger and better. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love it, man. I, I I think that that's a – you were right. That is a perfect example. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you. Let's go to the book corner.
1: Book corner. Yeah. My favorite part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was my intro. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's the books. <laughs> um, so, Sam I'm a – a geek for books. I love reading, and okay. I love taking book recommendations. Okay. So I like to ask guests, guests, if they have books that have influenced them along their path, something that they always refer to, yeah. uh, something maybe you just really like. I don't yeah. know.
0: <laughs> so, I've never really been a big reader. Okay. Of like, books and chapter books and stuff, mm-hmm. unless it's something that's really interested in me. I like reading articles and stuff like that. Sure. But when I was in college, when I was at Cal State San Marcos. Like that I had a professor who became like a mentor he made us read a lot <laughs> okay <laughs> and he gave us a couple of good books you might have heard of them might have not um, one's called Leaders Eat Last um, mm. love it mm-hmm. that's a great book it's a great title and then um, Pitch Anything okay. those are the two I can remember off the top of my head Yeah. there's a couple of other books I can't really remember off the top of my head mm-hmm.
2: but there was like but they were influential yes
0: de- okay. definitely 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 Ah, man. I think it's called like the pumpkin or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll have to. Te- I'll, oh, sorry. I'll have to text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. but, but no, those are really good books Leaders Eat Last and Pitch Anything. Okay. Pitch Anything. Really, I, I got to read it again mm-hmm. now that I'm back in this, in this industry. And thank you for reminding me uh-huh. because it really helps you pitch anything, sell anything, mm. gives you an approach to how, how to. How to approach selling without selling you sure. know what i mean you mm-hmm. know um so yeah that's those are two really good books that, 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 thank
1: that you everybody. my book list is growing like crazy it i'm is. so far behind <laughs> now it is it that's is. great <laughs> oh,
0: and now that i remember there is one with a pumpkin no not the <laughs> pumpkin. In, in one of my classes in college as well we had uh it was more like an interview so we have someone from a big company come and and we would a group would interview them and then the class the, the, the kids would ask questions. Okay. He he gave us his book called uh Keys to the C suite to the C suite.
1: Okay.
0: That's a good one. It's kinda like how to get to that executive level.
1: To okay.
0: The, to the C suite. Yeah. The CEO level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CEO, C F O, that chairman. Yeah. Letter. Yeah. yeah.
2: I love it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's cool. good.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, as we get ready to get out of here, let's, um, you know, and obviously we're talking to uh, a young man in Sammy Vega, but I, I really think uh, that, you know, it's it's important for us that, you know, it's like the storm episode, right? It is really important for us to have conversations and make sure that the youth knows we're thinking about them as well. And so uh, I like to bring in, Uh, some younger blood sometimes too. Um, and your story talking about how, um, you're influenced by older folks, you're influenced by your elders at a young age. I think that that's so special, you know? Um, but even though you're not far removed from your youth, uh, I want you to kind of give a a little lesson to your younger self. What would you tell your younger self? And don't make it, I would have never gotten a business with my dad. Oh, no, no, no. No, Be more patient. Yeah, I love it. Be more patient. Why? Uh, I wanted
0: everything that has lined up to today. But where where I'm at Uh is what I wanted at such an early age. Okay. And just to tell myself, be patient, everything will line up. Love just it. just keep grinding, keep grinding, no matter where you are, no matter what you're thinking at that moment that uh-huh. oh, I'm a failure, what am I
2: doing? Like am I on the
0: right path? Yes, you're on the right path. okay. You're on the right path.
2: Allow and yourself to to, to ride just that keep path.
0: just keep going. yeah, keep doing what I what you think is right and yeah. it, it, you will get there. And, and I and I'm not gonna say I got there but I, I am at where i'm okay with where i'm at i'm happy yes but i still know i want more you yeah. know i'm mm-hmm. always and it's just i know now to be patient to get to that next level i yes. know how to get there now cuz i've i've gone through the yeah the ups and downs and the hills and the valleys and so
2: i think that's great advice mm-hmm. you know cuz a lot of folks you know they they go through some of those downs and then it's just mm-hmm. like either you know you want to just stop it you know, maybe I'm just going down the wrong yeah. path and give up or they get depressed or, or something. Yeah. And and uh, with that patient, you can figure out, uh, you, you can navigate your way through it yeah. and realize that, hey, I am going to be, you know, 40 years old one day looking back. I'm mm-hmm. going to be 50 years old looking back and going, that helped me get to where I am now. Yeah. And, and one last thing, too, is I would tell myself
0: and I tell this to a lot of young people that I have good conversations with is don't have fomo. Okay, don't. Don't have the fear of missing out on things. Like, oh, I want to I want to waste my money cuz I want to go to this concert cuz I want to go now. Like, don't be afraid to miss out on that concert <laughs> and, and save the $500 or whatever it is, you know. Don't be afraid to to not go out and party because when you get to a point where you're comfortable with where you're at, you can do whatever you want. Right. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when I was younger, people were just going out, going out, going out. And I'm sitting at home, like, oh man, I wish I could go. Yeah. But now I'm I'm comfortable where I'm at. I can do whatever the you hell I go. want. <laughs> <laughs> and people are staying home because Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: They they didn't. They went early, but they can't go longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's another advice I'd give so, I love it, man. Great advice, great conversation, don't Thank you think? You.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, Perfect. I
2: appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, we're, we're so glad to have you here, man. This, this was really good. I thought it was a great idea to bring you in, and, and uh, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sammy Vega. All right, everybody, you know, make sure you follow him. Uh, Alyssa, you got some contact info? I do. For
1: him? Yes. Uh, Sammy is on LinkedIn. You can check him out. Uh, he's Sammy Vega23 and he's provided his email it's sammy.vega at westpacwealth.com and sammy you said you're working on your website
0: yeah so i should hopefully have that up um in the next week or two going through compliance right now I yeah <laughs> i actually had word from them yesterday so i should be back this all sleep. right can we i'll shoot Love that over <laughs> when
2: i get a chance cool all right <laughs> thank you sammy for being with us thank, thank you me. for having me i appreciate it it's so all much fun right. all right same business different day Thank you for tuning in to the Same Business Different Day podcast. Special thanks to Star Fox Media for video production and James Russell on music production. Please like and subscribe to the Same Business Different Day podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Same business, different day.